0: It was January of 1967. My mother and I were taking my father to the airport so he could go over to Southeast Asia to, to be a combat pilot during the Vietnam War. After we dropped him off, we were walking back to the car, and my mother just absolutely broke down crying. As a child, you don't see that. I'd never seen that before, and it scared me to death.
1: And it really struck me how serious all this was. This is Brian Knight. He's a pilot with Southwest Airlines. In 1967, he's five years old, and only a few months after dropping his dad off at Dallas Love Field, there was a knock on the door.:
0: These two guys showed up at the door, knocking on the door as night, and it was raining, and they were wearing those long blue coats. And my mother knew instantly what had happened. He was declared at that point missing in action because there was no, you
1: know, verifiable way of finding out whether or not he was killed. For 52 years, Brian never knew definitively what happened to his father. But in 2019, Brian got a call. His father's remains were found and they were to be flown back home. That's when an idea surfaced. What if the pilot to bring his father home was Brian? And I said, yeah, that'd be cool, but
0: there's just no way. You know, it's just not possible because, you know, airlines have rules about those kind of things. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, you know,
1: there's a chance. You now, there's just a chance. Hi, I'm Lucas Hirschberger. I'm an in-flight supervisor for Southwest Airlines. And I'm Quinny Jenkins, a manager in community outreach for Southwest Airlines. Welcome to Is This Seat Open?, a series funded by Southwest Airlines and produced by L.A. Times Studios and Atwill Media. Each episode, we'll be sitting next to someone with an incredible story about Southwest's 50 years of flying. Today, we'll be hearing from Brian Knight, a pilot who lost his father and years later would have the opportunity to bring him home. My
0: name's Brian Knight. For 20 years, I flew for Southwest Airlines. Before that, I was in the United States Air Force. I got my first airplane ride when I was quite young, probably 9, 10 years old. And I remember the takeoff was just brilliant. I mean, the takeoff was so fast, you know, it seemed like we were going so fast. And then all of a sudden the the ground just fell away. Uh, It was just, it was the whole before and after, you know, before flying and then after flying. And that was, that changed everything for me. My father joined the Air Force when he was quite young, 17 years old. And uh, he had to get his parents to sign a to waiver to get him in and went on to be an instructor. He got to fly some great airplanes, the F-86 and others, and then went on to fly the A-1 Sky Raider in, uh, in the Vietnam War.
1: Brian was just a kid when he saw his dad for the last time. And every day since then, he held on to the hope that his dad would come home.
0: You know, at the beginning when when he was missing in action, you know, you hoped and hoped and hoped and it all hinged on, you know, if we just have enough hope, he'll come home. You know, if we just have enough faith, he'll come home.
1: Over time, Brian moved on as best he could. He served 12 years in the Air Force and later became a commercial pilot for Southwest Airlines. In early 2019, Brian got a call from an arm of the military that locates missing service members.
0: They called us and told us that that a positive identification had been made and that my father's body had been recovered. I had a lot of different feelings. You know, when you hear that news, you kind of exhale and go, okay, you know, it's what I thought, it's what we knew. You know, we weren't sure, of course, but
1: so we knew. The remains of Colonel Roy A. Knight Jr. were to be flown home to Dallas via Oakland, and the Knight family had an idea. Brian should be the one to fly his dad home. So I wrote my chief pilot,
0: and I just wrote him an email, and I explained everything to him. I said, this is the strangest story that you're going to hear today, for sure, and uh, just hear me out. He immediately called me back. He called me and said, we're going to do this. It's the right thing to do. We're going to do this. So he went to his boss and his boss went to his boss, you know, and this for several weeks, we, we didn't know, you know, whether or not anyone would even consider this. And I personally thought it wasn't going to happen. He called me up one day and said, you're not going to believe it, but you are clear to fly your dad home.
1: Southwest made the arrangements, and soon, Brian was flying his father's remains to Dallas. We took
0: off out of Oakland, and we flew eastbound as the sun's coming up. And it was just, it was so calm and so beautiful. As we were cruising into Texas in our descent, one of the air traffic controllers almost choked up, and he said... From one Vietnam veteran to another,
1: we want to welcome Colonel Knight home. As Brian taxied in, he was met with a sight he did not expect. As I turned the corner,
0: I was absolutely shocked to see a wall of people standing there. I don't know how many people were there, but it was all Southwest people standing there reverently, quietly. I, that's when. That was the time that I got choked up as I was taxiing in and everybody was standing there waiting for us and I and I looked up at the glass and I could see all the passengers lined up on the glass and there were all these people and it just I mean I was so shocked I don't know why I was so shocked I should have I should have known you know I've been Southwest long enough so I should have known but it was overwhelming to just see all that Southwest could have said no you know so many people could have said no But they didn't. They said, yeah, we're gonna do this. And that really is the difference. I I think that is the difference of Southwest, that people will really work hard to do the right thing, you know, even when it's not easy. And this was not easy for anybody. That's something that will live with me forever. I did feel, you know, I, I think a little closer to my father on that flight. And there have been times in my career you know, as a, as a military pilot, I sometimes, believe it or not, felt like I wasn't necessarily alone. And some of the things that, you know, where I, my life was saved or, you know, when I made a decision that somehow I knew to make the right decision, I didn't always give myself the credit for that because uh, I just feel like I had I'd help at times.
1: Thank you, Brian Knight, for sharing your story. For more stories and a look behind the scenes, visit LATimes.com slash Is This Seat Open? I'm Lucas Hirschberger, And I'm Quinny Jenkins. Thanks for listening to Is This Seat Open? Join us again soon for more incredible stories from Southwest Airlines' 50 Years of Flying. We'll catch you on the next flight.
0: This podcast series is funded by Southwest Airlines and produced by L.A. Times Studios and At Atwill Media. The Los Angeles Times Newsroom was not involved in the creation of this series.